What's up, everyone, and what's up to all my subscribers? You are now tuned in to On Code with Anthony, a.k.a. Young Ass CPT. Peace and blessings to all of the melanoid people all over the world. I know it's been a while since I've uploaded my last podcast. I was on a brief hiatus, but now I'm back. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. I've acknowledged with the help of some friends and some real solid individuals who I look to as brothers. You know who you are, and I'm sure you're out there listening, and I just wanted to say thank you for giving me the motivation to continue on and speak truth to power and give the people something that they can hear and receive during these troublesome times that we are living in. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus gives a parable about the ten talents and the importance of not sitting on your gifts. I decided to create my own platform because it really doesn't do me or any one of us any good to have a gift and hold on to it and not share that gift to the world. God gives us all gifts and every one of us has the responsibility to tap into those gifts and use them for a greater purpose. Everyone has something beneficial and insightful to bring to the table that we can learn and grow from. For me, I'm just as willing, as a matter of fact, I'm twice as willing to listen and less as eager to speak, which I suppose plays into the reason as to why you haven't seen me upload any recent podcast for a while. However, with that being said, there's an unfortunate and horrific story that's trending right now as I speak. And I would be remiss if I didn't speak up and give my thoughts in regards to this particular issue and race war that we are currently in the midst of right now. I wanted to give my thoughts on a brutal, demonic lynching of our brother, Amard Arbery. Hope I'm saying his name right. First of all, before I go any further, I want to say rest in power to the young brother. And I send my heartfelt condolences to his family, and I pray that the family members stay on code and maintain their their dignity throughout this process with absolutely no shucking and jiving, because we want to make certain that these bastard devils receive the maximum punishment to the fullest extent of the law. And I'm going to say this, too. If If the judicial system continues to fail us, As they have failed us numerous times in the past, we will make sure that the arc of justice is bent in our favor. Our brother Ahmad had the courage, even in the midst of death, to fight back against his attackers. And he fought back like a soldier. So it's up to us as black people to come together and finish that fight on behalf of our brother and make sure to it that justice is served and served swiftly by any means necessary. Anybody who is familiar with the story of Nat Turner knows that there was obviously a series of events in America during a time of slavery where black people were subjected to the most evil, heinous, and barbaric forms forms of violence and rape at the hands of white people. That caused a brother by the name of Nat Turner to lead the charge and fight back against his oppressor without fear, even unto death. We saw even an example of that in the Haitian Revolution of 1804. 
Fast forward to 1955, when Emmett Till was lynched and his mutilated body was exposed in the magazines and newspapers for the whole world to see, it was a final straw moment, which in turn ignited and ushered in what we know as the Civil Rights Movement. After the assassinations of Mega Evers, Malcolm X, and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. took place, we had reached an even bigger we had reached an even bigger breaking point as black people, as black people, and decided, you know what? Maybe this nonviolent approach ain't working all too well. Maybe we should just start protecting ourselves. And since we can't rely on our government and local authorities to protect us, then it must be time for us to arm ourselves and protect our families and our communities on our own. And from that moment, which in turn ushered in the era of the Black Panther Party. Now, let's fast forward to the 92 L.A. riots, the brutal beating that Roddy King received from the LAPD was another one of those powder keg. Another one of those powder kegs of racism that we knew as it continues to build up. It was going to explode at any given moment. When the officers who beat Rodney King were, were acquitted, black people in L.A. had seen and have had enough. You saw black people. You saw gangs and you saw gangs from various sets come together to rage war against any white person who roamed the streets of South Central. It didn't matter if they had anything to do with the Rodney King beating or not. They were going to feel the wrath on camera. As the news and the rest of the world was watching the same unfortunate way Rodney King had Rodney King, excuse me, had to deal with the brutality of those race soldier cops. There may be some listeners out there that are thinking, young Ant, what's your point? Why are you bringing all of this up? I'm only saying this as a as a divine warning. It's only for so long black people are going to continue to get mistreated. Only to see the white people who are doing the killings against these unarmed black men and black women and constantly get away with it. It's only so much more we can take. The time has arrived for black people to exercise our second amendment rights. The time is coming where we will no longer call the police when our lives are being endangered by domestic terrorists. And in fact, frankly speaking, the majority of these domestic terrorists comes in the form of a police officer. So we're just going to have to start shooting and killing you white supremacists in return who harm us and who harm, who, who harm our children and our loved ones. Because we have to send a message and we got to send a message that we that we mean business. No more hugging, no more forgiving. None of that. You come for us. We come for you. Now, am I advocating for waste for? No. 
You want peace? We'll give you peace. But if you want a war, we can give you that too. I'm not condoning violence. Not an advocate for violence. However, it has now reached a point in this country to where the only way these cave beasts will be able to take us seriously and know that we mean business is to fight back and fight back even if it means meeting violence with violence. There's going to come a time where black folks is going to stop hashtagging and start trigger pulling. We have shed enough tears. We have protested and rallied long enough to get you to stop oppressing us. And you have continued to harm and kill us over and over with impunity and no repercussions as a result. The time for marching and protesting is over. It's time to start fighting back through any means necessary. We have that old gun spirit in us. We have that Nat Turner spirit within us. We have that 1804 Haitian Revolution spirit within us. See, people talk all this stuff about forgiveness and loving your enemies. But they forget that God is a God of justice. Be not deceived. The Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sow, if that shall he reaps. When Moses said, Pharaoh, let my people go. That wasn't just a request. That was a demand. And when Pharaoh refused, God sent plagues to Egypt. And one of those plagues, one of those plagues killed Pharaoh's son. God is indeed merciful. But he is also a God of justice. And for whatever action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Don't get mad at me. It's just the law of nature. When innocent and unarmed black people were getting murdered at the hands of race soldiers and white supremacists under the Obama administration. We saw that very same energy get reciprocated back. Under the Trump administration in the form of school shootings church shootings and viruses in which white people were the primary target in those instances. God don't like ugly. We want justice, not just for our brother, Ahmaud Arbery. We want justice for every single black man and woman who was unjustly murdered and robbed of their constitutional rights. This is not just about Ahmaud. This is about every single one of us. who could have easily been in that same position as our brother. We're no longer going to take it anymore. See, it's not just about Armand. Armand was, 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 was the person who stood in proxy of black men all over the world who are constant targets to become harassed chased down, hunted down, and murdered just for being black. And like Abel, their blood cries out to us. We will seek justice and we will obtain justice at any and every cost. Do you white supremacists realize what kind of part of keg that you are dealing with? The United States is comprised of 40 
two million black people and only 800,000 police officers total in the United States. You do the math and you tell me who has the advantage. I believe it was Susan Rice who told Snoop Dogg to sit his ass down because she has an army that will quote unquote take him out and it won't be pretty. Okay, so here's my message to you, Susan Rice. And all of you other coons who align themselves with white supremacy. If your army keeps oppressing us and killing us, that old gun spirit is going to rise up. And when that spirit awakens and we as black people start fighting back, we will annihilate your army. And when we do, Susan, it won't be a pretty sight to see.